gentlemen, welcome to the eighth episode of the Empire in Excel podcast. I'm your host, Dorf, joined each and every week by Josh. How's it going tonight, Josh? Awesome, man. Great number eight. Great Excited number for eight. it. Yes, Let's do well, this. We are recording a, co- a little bit early. So this episode we're recording on July 2nd actually goes up. Let's see, what date is that going to be? It's going to be a while. Uh, not this. Wow. The 14th is when yeah, this is going to go was... up. So okay. it's a little I was bit told there'd be, you know, math. So, <laughs> but reading a calendar—that's that's just too much. That you know, that's too much to be expected of you. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're supposed to know this stuff in advance of the talent. You know, I just don't don't expect <laughs> me to just, do addition and subtraction. Ex- you just expect. I just expect to be able to show up and uh, not have to think about it. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. We we know how this process works, Dorf. You do all the real work, and um, I show up and, and say goofy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and we collect exactly zero dollars and zero cents from it so far. So anyway. Uh, right, yes, yes, <laughs> thus far, thus, thus far. far. You know what? <laughs> We're just trying to build a catalog here and uh, get some episodes built up. So if we do have that viral moment um, – There'll be some more to listen to. There'll be a back catalog. So, anyway, tonight yeah, then, everyone, then everyone will say stuff like, "Like, wow, these guys were always cool." And then people will say we'll stuff like, her, we'll "Did her... you watch episode number eight? Because that—that's when I started watching them." And like, you guys don't even know that that's you know that like yeah, I was a we'll, fan way before it was cool. We'll have our own hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. So tonight's topic is, does Joe Biden actually make it to the convention and through the convention as the Democrat nominee? And I think we'll also cover the, you know, heaven forbid, he wins the election. Uh, How long does he actually hold hold the job before he uh, rides off into the sunset? Or do we get to see a a man who needs to be in a memory care home uh, have nuclear launch codes? Uh Anyway, yeah. First off, so why we say let's let's briefly explain the rules of the game here. the The Democrats are actually under no obligation under their own rules to necessarily put Joe Biden as their nominee, even though he's won enough delegates under their system to to secure it. Right. Just as courts have ruled and just as we have discussed on previous shows, not only is it their primary to rig, it's their convention to rig if they so desire. They could change. You know, when, I mean, when, their, their current rules do state that they can, you know, he's got the delegates to win. Uh, he therefore will be the nominee. There won't be a floor fight. They could change those rules. And have them ratified by the their uh, their board of governors or whatever the equivalent is, and all of a sudden you have Comrade Bernie or Gavin Newsom or Andrew Cuomo as the nominee, even though not a single person voted for him. And that's totally right. yeah. you know primary elections are voting for who you want to be class president, not the you know, not real president. So the the. The propaganda surrounding the oh well I voted today my vote counts no you voted for who's you know going to be the king of the the cool club in primary absolutely absolutely no I mean and and I'm not saying this to uh, sound condescending to talk down to people anything like that I know that some people legitimately don't know this and those that do maybe don't have a full understanding of it and there's nothing wrong with that but. There is absolutely positively nothing in the Constitution about primaries. Nothing at all. This is this is not constitutional. It's not even law. Well, it's, it's, it's not necessarily rule. it's not necessarily unconstitutional either. It's, no, it's, it's not, not ex- unconstitutional at all. But not by those... any means. I don't mean to say that. But it's not guaranteed by the Constitution. It's not protected by the Constitution. Correct. It is simply, um, it, it's simply party rule. It's it's just um, like. You, I think you put it well, Dorf, to say that it's a lot like voting for class president. It's they, They're counting the votes because they say they count the votes. But in essence, it doesn't really matter. The convention decides who is president, 
and well, it decides who's the nominee, recent, not who's president. Or who's the nominee? I'm sorry. Who's who's the presidential? That's what I meant to say. I'm sorry, but the the convention decides this, and although they have taken the recommendation, both parties have taken the recommendation overwhelmingly in recent decades. It doesn't really matter. It actually is just a suggestion. It's just a suggestion to the party as to who they are going to run. And if they choose to not follow said suggestion, because as it turns out, dude is sick. As it turns out, um, guy's a jerk. As it turns out, we'd rather run a person of color. We'd, as it turns out, we'd rather run a woman. Whatever their reason may be, and you know they're going to conjure up the best reason they can, it's their reason, and it's their primary, and it's their convention. It's it's their party. They can cry if they want to. It's their convention. They can rig it if they want to. Absolutely. You know? I mean, absolutely. I mean, the, you, the reason you had nominee Hillary Clinton last time and not her nominee Bernie Sanders is because also, I mean, this is even without even discussing the superdelegates. And quite frankly, I am not against superdelegates because they're the, like, the same way that the, the United States Senate was originally designed to represent the interests of the states and the House was the House of the People. Mm-hmm. The... Uh, uh, I mean, going back to our initial episode, if I was king for a day, that was one of my changes. I would reestablish that. But the the superdelegate is the to vote or votes that act in the interest of the party, whether it's party elders, party loyalists, you know, big important people in the party to so make sure the party's interests are represented. Or you could just go back to the ye olden days where there was a, you know, a, a convention and all of a sudden those two, you know, two, three, four, five people were on the ballot and uh, your election cycle was uh, four months. Right. I wouldn't. Well, and the issue with this is the idea of the primary is supposed to show that, well, we don't want the nominee chosen by a couple of guys smoking cigars in a smoky room, and sipping swirling, bourbon, deciding. And bourbon. <laughs> you know, deciding who the nominee is going to be. Well, in essence, all it is is that meeting where they're swirling bourbon and smoking cigars and deciding the nominee, it just happens a year earlier now. I mean, that's really what, what they're doing is that happens before, and they decide that um, by hook or by crook, Joe Biden is going to be the nominee this year. doesn't matter if our party actually wants Bernie Sanders. It doesn't matter if the ideologues want Bernie Sanders and the party loyalists want Pete Buttigieg. And the, it, it doesn't matter. We're going to make sure that one way or another, Joe Biden's a nominee. And that's what they did here. So the question, I guess the several questions that are raised from that is, do they regret it? Well, the crazy part was is, it, I mean, there's still primaries. A, was going. it a plan from the beginning? There's yeah. still primaries oh, right, going right. on right now. Joe Biden, supposedly, in the last one, only got 60% of the vote. And, but no, and nobody's voting, so that's that's going to be there. That could the list of potential excuses is is abundant at this point. They can say the primary wasn't legitimate because COVID nineteen. Because for the next three years, we're going to blame everything bad on COVID nineteen. Everything it was just it was COVID nineteen. Uh, it was COVID nineteen. You know we. We, we couldn't vote right because it was the coronavirus. We couldn't run the economy right because we had the coronavirus. We couldn't run anything properly. We couldn't do foreign policy properly because it was, we had the coronavirus. That, that's going to be the excuse for everything. And for those of you listening, you know that in your own personal life. Whatever your job is, whatever your day job is at home, you know that your I suppliers saw, are telling I saw a couple, are telling you this. couple positions eliminated within – the company I work for and Corona mm-hmm. was used as an excuse. And Yeah. Sorry you lost your job, but coronavirus. But coronavirus Sorry we can't get your product. Absolutely nothing to do with it. 
Yeah, but so, you know, sorry that we don't have your product for you, but you know, coronavirus, and uh, you know, sorry that your delivery was, you know, took twice as long, but you know, we, you know, coronavirus. This this is going to be this is a great excuse for anything, no matter what. Oh well, here's you the know, thing. I, so I my day job is in supply chain management, and that I flat out told people and have for several months now. That was an excuse in late March and April. You're intelligent. You obviously are, you know, you need to figure this out because this is going to be your new operating paradigm for, you know, the foreseeable future. Fucking figure it out and make accurate assessments. Right. You, you've been deemed essential. Now act like it. Yeah. I'm with you, but... It doesn't stop the excuses from rolling in. Well, I, I don't take them anymore, and, and people have been, you know, the people I deal with and, and my relationships know that and are aware of that. And uh, it hasn't happened lately where, oh, Rona, sorry. Sorry we missed a deadline we promised you, but Marona. <laughs> it, it, pretty much. No, it's I, I'm getting it in my line of work as well. Um, Listen. Can I express to you, before we break into the, the minutia of why we feel this way or why this question is worth raising, um, I'd like to express a concern that I have with it because I've been talking about this for a while. And the biggest concern I have when I say, do you really think Joe Biden is going to be the nominee? Do you really think they're going to let Joe Biden be president? Do you really think, uh, you know, that he's, that even if he is president, that he's going to be calling the shots? That that's, these are all variations of the same idea, the same question. But one of the strangest things that I've noticed with this is that Democrats or people that plan to vote for Joe Biden do not have a problem with this. They don't, and I'm not saying they don't have a oh, problem with. Oh, I mean, you, with... you you've already got the 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 liberal intelligentsia and mainstream media writing think pieces as far back as like January. Joe, we just need you to survive till inauguration day. We'll take it from there. Right. We'll right. take it from there. So right. you're gonna have an activist cabinet, which he's he's gonna you know he's gonna pick an activist cabinet who's gonna run roughshod, and it's just gonna be chaotic government if he went. I mean, you think the last three and a half years of, of Orange Man have been chaotic. Just wait till you've got a bunch of activists running the cabinet, you know, the different cabinet departments and sub-cabinet departments uh, who all are trying to act out their own agenda where, well, you know, creepy Uncle Joe is taking a nap and they're all kind of doing their own thing. You think the Trump White House is disorganized. Just wait till... That shit happens, and it's and it's and it has a progressive lens. See how fast well, policy changes, if and when that happens. You know, and Dorf, the thing is with that is that that is always how it is. It's all this infighting and politicking within the cabinet positions. But the only thing that keeps that in check is, is having a strong boss. An executive, yeah, yeah executive. is a guy that says that gets to call the shot at the end. But if the shot isn't being called, that could be a real issue, a, a real big issue, actually. But when I've brought this up to to Democrats, to people that plan to vote for Biden, and say, well, what if they don't choose Biden? What if they go with, you know, are you sure they're not just going to say at the end of the day, Biden's too old, we're going to go with Andrew Cuomo? When I say this, they say, oh, that'd be great. I love Andrew Cuomo. They say, they say, oh, that'd be great. I, oh, well, what if they just decide, no, we're just going to go with Michelle Obama. Oh, my God, that'd be fantastic. We love Michelle Obama. But it, that doesn't bother you that we had this primary process? There's fa There's been false advertising, a bait Yeah, I mean, the, that they've pushed this, at the a primary process that you participated in, that you don't feel... That they're going to throw away because Orange Man bad? I mean, because I get that idea that I – mean, I don't get it, but I, I get what they're trying to say when they say that Trump just sucks so bad. He's terrible. He's the worst ever. Orange Man bad. 
Trump terrible, um, evil devil satanic fascist, okay, Trump bad, go away, bad, need Trump to hunt. But, so, if you just had to beat Donald Trump, no matter what, by hell or high water, Joe Biden's the best you got? <laughs> really? That, that's it? That's that's what you're throwing? I mean, yeah. yeah if I, Orange Man is not, so not bad, only, you should have brought us something better than Joe fucking Biden. I mean, not only do you have, uh, you know, 50-plus 50, 50 senators or ex-senators, not only do you have 250-plus House reps or ex-House reps, not only do you get 25-plus governors, and I'm just doing halves here, guys. I, I don't have it memorized how many Republicans uh, You're not have. terribly off. Yeah. No, it's, it, it never is to say that because it's the country's polarized. But you know, not only do you have all those to grab from, let's be real, guys. You have 300 million Americans to grab from, and that's what you thats what you took? You, got, you gave us Grandpa Joe. Who, you, quite you, honestly, you, I feel bad for the guy. I, you know what? He, he might win this out of pity. Guy's been, guy's been running for president since I was in the seventh grade. Before I was I'm born. not young. I'm not that young. That was about when I was born. I think the first time. I mean, what was the first time you ran? It was in the nineties, right? I, I I thought it was ninety two. Okay, then that's, I would have been and that one. Was, and that was my and that's my seventh grade okay, reference. I was one. Although, if he ran in, you know, I don't have it in front of me. I'm not positive he didn't run in eighty eight. In that case, I'm in third grade. But you know, whatever it is, this guy. He lost to Obama. He lost to Hillary Clinton. He's he is the perennial, and he actually accomplished a lot. I'm not even trying to. I actually didn't hate Joe Biden for most of my life, I, and I don't even hate him now. But he's this guy that he's the perennial loser of he's Democratic this, primaries. He's the Chicago Cubs until recently, uh, right? And the Chicago America's lovable loser. Right, but if he ever was going to have a chance at this, it was going to be running last time. He's just an old geezer now, everybody. There's nothing wrong with being an old geezer. I hope to someday be an old geezer myself. I can't imagine. Here's, here's another thing. I can't imagine what the Trump campaign is holding back until the nomination is secure. Just waiting till they have no right. choice but to take him to the finish line. Yeah, because all the lunatic fringe stuff we've seen, seen about the... Joe Biden right now—that's just what the Democrats have to say about him. Yeah, the criticism. <laughs> you, you haven't of even him heard the crime bill. You know, the ninety-four crime bill. The uh... we haven't even heard what the Republicans have to say about this guy yet. Because <laughs> they're. <laughs> Because you know, if they if they beat him down too hard now, they might they you know the Democrat Party has a chance to bail themselves out and replace it. Sure. And and I want everyone to know if if this is the first time you've ever heard Dorf or I on here, you have no idea how how we fall on things. I want you. I have no horse in this race. I would not. Josh I wouldn't party. cast. <laughs> yes, I, I I let's. I'll, I'll be real. I would not cast a vote. For, for Joe Biden or Donald Trump, if they filled the voting booth with Heineken and there were strippers drowning in it, I, there is no way I, I would cast a vote for one of these two. But with that being said, and, I mean, and, do and you guys think... don't know Josh. Josh loves Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, with this being said, is Joe Biden? Joe Biden doesn't beat Donald Trump, does he? And I, I don't know. I mean, I if, know some if polls are leaning that if way. If you look but... at the most recent poll analysis, he is. But then there's another thing that they're chronically undersampling the white, uneducated folk, which are an incredibly solid Donald Trump group, that uh, this is not as big of a gap as it as it seems. That there's a, there's a good chance that the the high school education or less white population, which is a large amount of people is being undersampled significantly enough that the seeming eight to 12 point lead 
is probably closer to two to four. And guess right. what? Two to four with this much to go with how much the RNC is holding back right now, that's anybody's ball game. You don't have a I mean, VP. They haven't seen him on the big debate stages together. Oh boy! No. Oh, and that's the other thing. Like, God, you got to get out of those. De- if you're if you're the DNC, you've got to get Joe. Biden. You agreed to three debates. Oh, God. well, right. It, it's going to be coronavirus, man. There, that if if Joe Biden does indeed become the nominee, that's going to be the excuse. No debates. Coronavirus. They just agreed to him last week. I know. I just I don't buy it. I don't buy it. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. We will see. And I know right now the polls are saying Biden wins this thing, but I'm just looking at this as, you know, from the pollsters that brought you Hillary wins in a landslide and Clay Aiken can't possibly lose a Ruben Stuttered. You know, we have Joe Biden is leading Donald Trump in the polls. I, I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Yep. Um, you know, so so should we discuss at all the? Hey, do you have anything to say about that, Dora? First, the what what I was saying that the idea that people who plan to vote for Biden are ag- agreeing that there's a chance it might not even be Biden. Oh, they're, and they're, if it's they, one of come... these other people. They've come okay to with that. come to peace with the fact that he's either going to be swapped out at the convention, or he's going to get to inauguration day and be like, "All right, I resign, President. My v- the person you thought was going to be vice president for the next four years is now running the show. Have fun." Right. And, um, you know, constitutionally speaking, if they really are putting somebody they want in there in the VP spot. And they want Biden to last two years, so then this person could be president for ten years potentially. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that that's really what you want. He's he gonna to, make it. He's not gonna make it. You know, I know I'm gonna sound like the big tinfoil hat here, Dorf, but I don't. I I don't buy half the stuff they throw at us anyway. So if they want him to live for two years when they control the media and control the narrative, he'll live for two years. Oh, yeah. I mean, whether, they've kept, they've kept you know, the, uh, whether he does or not, they'll, they'll deep kept fake the, the hell uh, out of it. The corpse of RBG upright somehow. Exactly. They'll, they'll find a way. If they want him to die in six months, he'll die in six months. You know that's that's how it is, but to me, I think depends on who he you dies put in, in six months. You realize that's like two weeks short of inauguration, three weeks short of inauguration. And when we're recording this, it like when it goes up, it'll be pretty much six months of the day till inauguration day. If you know, if if Biden wins, I, I meant six months after. Oh, six uh, months post. Okay. Yeah, six months. Six months after the election. Six months after uh, the he takes the oath of office, if you will. But do we want to mention – I really want to get into if it's not going to be Biden, who's it going to be? Sure. But um, before that, do you want to talk about how Bernie just got screwed again? I mean I, they screwed Bernie four years ago, and I guess we all got uh, I over can't it. even say they screwed him this time. I think he lost fair and square this time. Do you? I mean even, even with what they no... did in Iowa New Hampshire and – you know, the, I the thing, with the Mayor party Pete. didn't do anything. Mayor Pete's campaign just planted the flag, declared election, dropped their dick on the table and said, oh, you know, cover this and ran off to New Hampshire. But isn't it fairly obvious that all these candidates oh, Mayor Pete received was the, a Mayor phone Pete was, call from somebody saying you drop out tomorrow? I don't even and... know if they get the phone call. It's like, you know, these people don't get to their places of power without being able to read the writing on the wall you know especially all those you know everybody who dropped out outside of essentially bernie has a political future the only reason bernie does is because he's too damn old yeah the he was too old last time so was biden he's yeah they're still they're still too old i mean bernie doesn't have have a future go ahead i'm sorry the rest of those folks there is a tomorrow political tomorrow for 
I think that they all just saw the writing on the wall and, and bailed when they had no hope of, you know, it only hurts them to stick around. I don't think there was the, the phone call from the RNC chair to, or the, excuse me, the DNC chair saying, all right, bud, it's time to go. Do it now or okay. we end you. I, I think it's, they were, they saw the writing themselves. I, I, I believe they were told to, but it doesn't, it will, we'll never prove that here on this show. So, um, you know, Dorf, as somebody that has, and this is not me puffing my chest out by any means, because I am beyond, I'm, I'm the tiniest of small potatoes. But as somebody that's studied political science, and you know that that was my original um, education path was political science, and has worked as a very minor operative in very small local elections. I just kind of look at this and I say, what kind of political operative looks, takes an election, because everything's opportunity, right? You, you have to view everything as, how are we going to beat this particular candidate? And you are very much handicapped when you have to go against an incumbent. But one of the few bonuses or benefits to going against an incumbent is that you know who you're going against, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you get to actually know that, well, it's always tough beating an incumbent, but we know that we have to do X, Y, and Z if we're going to take this guy out. So what political operative and they get the best in the world, right? I mean, the, the best ones, because this is presidential race. This is this is the high-paid, high-dollar people in this. Who says we're going against the oldest president in American history? Let's run an older let's guy. Run, let's run somebody older. Who the hell does that? That's ridiculous. That is the most ludicrous idea you would ever do. That's one of the few advantages you have going into this race against Donald Trump is we can't, you know, I mean, he's old. He's really old. Dude, old. This guy is so old. I, I mean, just old jokes. Let's run old stuff. No, I mean, so not only do you have to just run somebody younger than the guy who is old, but how hard is it to run somebody who's not 74? <laughs> and it's not yeah, even I mean, like, okay, so you could compare a couple guys that are in their mid-70s. Despite what you think of Dr. Anthony Fauci, Fauci is actually older. You wouldn't think that hearing him talk in congressional hearings. He right. doesn't sound like, uh, 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 orange man bad. He doesn't, right. you know, the dude sounds like he, he's still all there. He's a doctor. He's run the allergy and, and infectious disease or whatever the NASIAD or whatever it is center forever since I'd like the nineties guy still sounds like he's got it. Maybe wrong, right. but he doesn't sound, he doesn't stammer. He doesn't struggle to finish sentences. Donald Trump I mean, occasionally does that, or he repeats himself a lot, which, you know. Yeah. yeah I, all you got to do like, is look at this and say, listen. Like, run somebody 66 who, or younger. Run somebody in their younger. 50s, like 40s or 50s, who can complete a sentence, and you walk away with this. Yeah, let's, I, let's just set that as a rule from the onset. Okay, 66 or younger, somebody who has enough hair to die, we're good. You know, I, I, you know we're, we're going we're gonna to run some, uh, some touch of gray in the guy's hair, um, and uh, we're really going to do it up. And somebody who's 66, because then he won't be 70 until he's running for re-election. We're good. We're good. You know, just don't mess with that. Who does that? I mean, it, it makes me raise another question, and that is, do they actually want to be Trump? Or or are they better off with well, Trump Well, quite as honestly, president? at the very beginning, I thought that uh, they, you know, the party establishment pushed so hard for Joe Biden because they would at least lose with grace. 
I think yeah. that was the original idea. I did too. Idea. I thought he was he was their Bob Dole. Right. Before, before Rona, there was no way he was going to lose. Now right. Rona has put this game back in play, and yeah. And now they're trying to decide: do we, um, you know, how how do we how do we handle this situation now that we have a chance? Mm-hmm. You know, do we? Do you? You know, you put in the. You put in the old veteran who you thought was going to um, give the give the crowd a little excitement, but now that you have a chance to win, do you keep in the old veteran, or do you throw in that young pitcher who maybe just has what it takes to, you know, take this team out? Is is the way I'm looking at it? Or and that's and that's if you're just buying the whole political narrative as it is. And I'm not even sure that I do. But um, so, what do you think, Dorf? Do you think they are? Do you think they're going to steal it from them at the convention? Do you think they're going to set it up for the VP? No, it's, it's definitely the, it's uh, definitely going to be the the party is going to handpick a VP. The danger in that's v- what you think it's going to be. Are usually and traditionally, at least in the modern era, impeachment insurance. The reason that Barack Obama had Joe Biden, they either they do one thing, they they're useful to pick up their home state if it's a it's a purple state, and their their impeachment insurance. Because look at look at this crazy coot that is our alternative. That was you know the Republicans you don't dare impeach Barack Obama because then you get Joe Biden. Same thing with Mike Pence. You think you you think Orange Man is bad? Just wait till there's a evangelical Christian calling the shots. It didn't work though. He got impeached anyway. It was a pointless gesture. They knew they had no hope of removal. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't know about that completely, Dorf. I I, I don't I, I definitely buy the the home state trying to pick that up. I well, definitely, I mean, you know, the the old adage is in the U.S. when you're choosing your running mate, if you're a northerner, you choose a senate, you you choose a southerner, vice versa. If you're from Congress, you choose a governor or vice versa. Yeah, that, that's usually what you want to do. You're the Washington insider, pick the Washington outsider. You're the Washington outsider, pick the Washington insider. You're a northerner, pick a southerner. You're a um, east coast, you know, or pick somebody or from, you need your coastal, pick somebody from the heartland. Yeah, or if there is one chance in hell that you can guarantee a Pennsylvania or a New Jersey with your pick, do it. You know, but those are you know the the typical kind of old school reasons for VP. So, so you think you don't think the convention's going to take it from them? You think they're going to handpick the VP gonna, and that the pick. VP is going to be their 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 person? I, I don't think I'm, we're going to, because this, this you know, there's like a week and a half before this airs. I don't think we want to get into prognostication because we're about to roll into prime time for a VP to be announced. And so we're going to stay away from prognosticating on it. You know what? Screw okay. it. No, we're not. Screw it. Yeah, Let's I do don't it. want to. I don't want to. I want to prognosticate the hell out of this. All right. Joe Biden's. So who's it going to be? Kamala Harris. You think so? Kamala the cop. Yeah, I, I got her on my I got her on my list. It's Kamala. I got her on my list. So that violates, however, every traditional rule. The, you know, if you're from the coast, pick somebody from the heartland. You're you're picking, a, you know, a senator, VP, somebody else from the Senate. You're picking somebody from California that doesn't help you pick up that state. Uh, so you're breaking every rule. But he's boxed himself into a corner. It's got to be a lady. Even though, quite honestly, probably his best uh, strategy, had he not boxed himself into a corner already, would be Gavin Newsom out of California. Or um, what's his nuts? The uh, I'm forgetting. Um, damn it. Talk about Cuomo? No, not Cuomo. 
No, anyway. But, you know, you, you pick like, uh, you know, like Jay, Jay Inslee. Sorry, that's what I'm thinking of. Jay Inslee, Governor oh, okay. of Washington. Um, you know, stuff, you know, Kay Brown, Governor of Oregon, something like that. Um, you know, I mean, this is coming from somebody that I, I loathe Kamala Harris. I, I actually, she's one of the few politicians out there that actually really scares the hell out of me. As a lover of liberty, especially, she is someone that scares the ever-living hell out of me. But, I mean, she is a great choice in this case. Um, again, Kamala Harris being president. Unfortunately, is... this is a pretty low bar. Federal government experience, women, minority, can complete a sentence. Sure. Well, I mean, and with her, too. I mean, he said he's going to pick a woman. Amy Klobuchar dropped out because... She's not a she's person damaged. of color. Well, she's damaged, too. She could have put uh, Derek Chauvin in prison. Right. Oops. Right. right. So so Kamala Harris, with, with Kamala Harris in there, um, she is young. She can complete a sentence. With her, Black Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter, because she's both, right? I mean... That's that's something you got to say that, you know, I mean, she's a person of color. She's a woman. But at the same time, you know, it's not like the the thin blue line, blue lives matter more than anything. People can hate her because she's that, too. You know, um, so she's definitely she's definitely you could argue you could argue she would be the law and order candidate. She would be the law and order candidate, actually. <laughs> Kamala Harris you know? would be the law and order candidate. And um, as as a as a, as a lover of liberty and a lover of freedom, the idea that somebody is going to out Trump Trump, somebody's going to trump Trump as the law and order candidate, just well, makes me want to jump here, off a bridge. Here's the other thing. I'm that, not even going to lie. Here's another dark horse. It would be. Um, mayor of Atlanta, Keisha Lance Bottoms. The big risk in that is, especially if your play is... Um, you know, Nobody's Atlanta, heard of her. True. You get no name recognition. You probably pick up Georgia, though. Georgia was mm. very close to the last... You, you, there's a chance you pick up Georgia by just insane urban voter turnout. Mm. Um... The only problem is if the plan is to step aside early in the term, you have somebody that went from not doing a terribly great job at running Atlanta to, you know, the biggest chair on the planet overnight. And those who think about their elections, you know, who they vote for in elections beyond, you know, five, ten minutes, that will probably scare the shit out of them. Because, you know, like, like it or not, Mike Pence, he's ran a state, he's been the VP, he was in Congress before that. Donald Trump semi-successfully ran a real estate business. Um, he's now been in the big chair. DC outsider with a loud mouth. It was popular. You know, Joe, Joe Biden has been in federal oh. government for 40 years. He's got, he at least has that experience if he still remembers it. Putting somebody yeah. like Keisha Lance Bottoms, or there's a couple, uh, I forget what, Val Demings of Florida, Rep Val Demings. Um, yikes. <laughs> um, there's some risk there, It's but it's not like they haven't been in federal government before. Right. Um, you know, right now, um, BLM's hot. Uh, that's you know it's it's kind of like what, what's the hot take on this? Um, I don't want to rule out Cory Booker. I know that he had said he wanted a woman before. Two northeasterners though. Yeah, but I, I feel like the kind of the bets are off here. Um, He's been, he with, has been awful quiet lately. Yeah, I, I just I don't want to rule him out. I just want to say his name. Um, when it comes to there's three names I want to rattle off real quick. Names that everyone knows: Mayor Pete, Pete Buttigieg, Mike Bloomberg, Andrew Cuomo. Now, those names I don't think are VP are are VP candidates. Those are people that I think would replace him at the convention. Right, they would snatch up the spot. 
And the reason I say Andrew Cuomo is if it's Andrew Cuomo, obviously they just threw it all out. They throw away everything and they say, look how great Andrew Cuomo was with the coronavirus response. The ticket's going to be <laughs> Andrew Cuomo and Gretchen Whitmer from Michigan or Andrew Cuomo and Kamala Harris or whatever it is. And he's got the name. He's the Cuomo. He's New York. He's love him. So, but, but that's, I'm not counting him as a VP guy. I'm counting him as a, as a stealer from him. Mike Bloomberg can take it because he has, you know, when, if Biden doesn't win it on the first ballot, then Bernie's back in the mix. Here's the thing. Joe Biden will win it on the first ballot. Assuming they don't change the rules. He's got enough delegates secured that there's assuming the rules don't change, there's zero possibility of fuckery. If if they do oh, there's never zero possibility of fuckery. Um but but with that's that's what I'm trying to say here, Dorf, is that he um they can ensure that he doesn't win it on the first ballot if they want. Or he drops out, but they insist that they're still going to stay true to the primary cause. And in that case, Mike Bloomberg is right Andrew back Yang? in this thing. I don't I don't think they want him or are ready for him. You know, um I could I could see him playing a part in some of this disaster, but I don't see a path for him. Um Oh, he would definitely not get a substitution. But, you know, I think he'll yeah, have a role I, I in the next Democratic minute. He's, he's at least secured himself a role in the next Democratic administration. I, I think he has. DHS. No, I, I, I could easily see him there. I could see him or someone with his ideas at the forefront um, come next election, especially if the Democrats are coming off a Democratic administration. I could absolutely see Andrew Yang or someone with his ideas, you know, a, a, a follower of Yang, a member of the Yang gang, if you will, an uh, jumping in there. Yes, an acolyte. Um, all right, all you tinfoil hat guys out there, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say Hillary. Yes? No? She's also Is it a possibility? Quiet. I mean, can can we ever rule Hillary Clinton? Not until I see them put that woman in a casket and throw dirt over it, I will not rule her out. So, I mean, do do you throw Hillary Clinton as the VP for Biden? The reason the I don't think so. That, the memes for that would be so great, though. It's like, <laughs> you fuckers thought I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, what a great way to be president for 10 years. Is, uh, you make it 10 years. Maybe. I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't know how all this Illuminati stuff works. If she drinks enough baby blood, she might be able to make it for uh you know i i don't know dorf i don't know how that works she I mean, can they've kept rbg you know, alive <laughs> yeah i mean she can they they do their thing they they drink the adrenochrome whatever, whatever they do they uh i they oh, they man. do satanic rituals i i don't know what 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 they do up there to um make sure they all live to be 700 i um hillary might be a vampire for all i know um, in in a lot of ways, she is. <laughs> she definitely sucks the life out of my soul. But I don't know that <laughs> she's really drinking blood. I'd maybe maybe that's all made up. I'm not trying to be a PizzaGate guy here. Maybe a but, little bit trying to be Epstein a didn't kill himself. Epstein didn't kill himself. And hey, I want to get ahead of the game because we already announced that when this is being recorded, Ghislaine Maxwell was arrested this morning. I want to get ahead of the game and say Ghislaine Maxwell did not kill herself. <laughs> by the time by the time this this podcast airs, there's a very good chance she may got really depressed she in got, between. She, uh, triple tapped herself in the skull, back of the head. Yeah, exactly. So I want to get ahead of the game right now and say. Ghislaine Maxwell, I'm, I'm, I like to just say her name different every time because I know none of the ways I say it are right. So I just want, I just like to throw it out, and then maybe a blind squirrel will find a nut every once in a while. So Ghislaine Maxwell did not kill herself. 
that didn't happen. But you know, maybe Hillary Clinton, maybe she could be. Um, can we both? On this can we both at least somehow? both at least agree that Stacey Abrams will not be the VP? Yeah, I think so, and I think Amy Amy Klobuchar. Can we throw her in that bucket too? Well, she's already said she doesn't want it. Or yeah, but that's. It. But that's it's awful bold it, of you that, because your name was never officially mentioned. It's awful bold of you to right. turn down a job you've you've never been rumored to have been offered. I don't I don't know if you know this, but um last week or you know, well a while back, Dorf, not last week, you know, a couple months back, I actually removed myself from the NBA draft. You know, okay. I just yeah, that, that that's another interesting thing. There's a there's a MLB free agent Tyson Ross. He actually played in Detroit last year was on a contract with the the Giants before they caught him last week. Has announced that he, out of uh, the fear of Corona, is not going to play this year. Oh, is he retiring? No, very bold of you, Tyson. You're not under contract. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You just, you quit a job you don't have. So, yeah, so I won't be joining the NBA draft next year either. Um, I know that I could, you know, my point guard skills are, are pretty wicked, but I just don't think there's a nice um, step back jumper. What you trying to tell me? I I do. I really do too, Dorf. You know, I mean that's that's and legit. Age that is just a number for you. Right. Yeah. I mean, but just five foot five, forty year old white guys just. I mean, um, you, you have a really as, long shelf life. Yeah. I mean, aside from all that, I know that I know that there'd be people out there willing to take a chance on me, despite those <laughs> handicaps. But. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm stepping down. I'm not going to be that. That's how I view Amy Klobuchar saying. By the way, I don't want to be VP. And everyone's like, nobody asked. <laughs> I did. Do you think it was Amy Klobuchar that chick that did that like at prom all those years ago? Like, oh, I just want to be school? prom queen. Like, by the way, I um I don't want to be prom queen. And everyone's just like, good. No one voted. And for you. and and you are. I'm, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. But okay, I want to throw one more big one out there. Sure. For you. Okay. The and I'm being serious about this too. The best choice if if the idea is Joe Biden is going to be the nominee, they're gonna they're gonna weekend at Bernie's forgive the Bernie pun because we're talking about Biden now, not not <laughs> Sanders. But they're gonna they're gonna weekend at Bernie's Joe Biden through the convention, through the election. And through it all into trying to make him president and have somebody take over, to have the VP take over and be the savior of the Democratic Party in the United States of America, the person to pick isn't Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, we, we talked about how that was a good one. We talked about – but the person to pick is Michelle Obama. I don't think she has any interest. I – I I see the same sources you're seeing that say she has no interest. I also don't believe anyone that says that they you know don't have interest. If they in being were president. thinking about doing that, you'd see test balloons being floated, and you haven't. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. You you may be right. The reason you, you saw right, the reason you but... saw Stacey Abrams get so much run in was it March or April? Is because that was the test balloon. If, if no, I get it. How is the public going to handle her? Oh, and she ep- epically failed. So that's why Stacey Abrams is is now politically dead again. No, it's you know it's no it's it's put some milk out on the stoop. See who licks it up. I I get that, but maybe uh. If they're smart, if they're truly smart, and I don't think they are, but if they're truly smart, then you um you you keep that a secret. And well, any day now, any day now, you know it's a winner. It's a winner for sure. Mid July is is the rough historic average of when VPs are announced, VP candidates rather. So, ah, uh, that's new school. That's new school stuff, man. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong, but that's very new school stuff. The the VP gets announced at the convention. I mean, up until like very recently, you had no idea 
who the VP was until the last day of the convention. Really? The last day. I mean, what, you know, like that, you're, yeah, you're, you're there at the convention. You're, you know, you know, the, the old joke with the conventions was, you know, the Republican, the, the Democratic convention was, you know, like what the Republicans pretended they were all the time, you know, extremely stuffy and official and serious. And the Republican convention was exactly like the Democratic convention with drinking and fun. <laughs> So I th this was that was always the old joke was that you know like I thought the Republicans were supposed to be the stuffy shirts you know they're the ones that actually go to the convention and have fun and you know party and you know have after parties and stuff but but don't really drink. up until there's very a reason recently, that the day's festivities don't start till two o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> right exactly so with that being said I mean I, I'm not saying you're wrong that it could be announced early but. I mean, you know, as as the old stories go, you know, Ronald Reagan was still debating with his staff, claiming that he wanted Gerald Ford to be his VP about an hour before they, they, they announced George George Bush. H. W. Bush, yeah. You know, I mean, so this is not... Um, An ex-president is your VP, really. Yeah, very strange, isn't it? I mean, that would be a very strange idea, but the they're the people that supported this at the time and, and were you could, of the you opinion that you really and do that because Gerald Ford was a one termer, so he wouldn't have been term limited out if he had not, taken over. And not even a not even a full term. Not even a full term either. Their their idea being that because he was never elected president, that he was still VP Timber. Was was what they said. It was rejected. So, um, and what is strange about that is that I, he would have been able to serve, but technically that would have that that would have definitely been a gray area there constitutionally. Had you know, for instance, I mean, Reagan Gerald, was shot. I mean, Reagan was shot. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, had Gerald Ford taken over, it would have been a constitutional gray area as to whether or not he was term limited after that or could run again. He would have, in essence, taken over twice as. But that's a whole bunch of what ifs in there. I'm not trying to. Um, sure. You know, All right. So let's start putting that. a bow on this. Sure. We're a betting man here on July 2nd, the day we're recording this. Joe Biden. Makes it out of the convention as a nominee, yes or no? I know it's a stretch, and I could be wrong. I'm not betting the house on this, but and not I'm gonna and say, not because say no. he croaks, not because he croaks. yeah. No, I'm 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 gonna say no. I think, um, I think they find a way to take it from him. At the convention, I, I think they come out of the convention and Joe Biden is not the nominee. Um, if Joe Biden is the nominee, I'll be honest, I actually trust them less. And me trusting them less is not an easy thing to do. But I actually trust them less if they say he is the nominee because I just think, all right, you know, who's really running the show now? Who's, who's really... Who's who's the puppet master here, and who's going to take over? Who's going to do? But but I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say no. The convention will end with someone other than Joe Biden All being right. the nominee. I disagree with you. I'm going to say yes. So if it, next bet for you, then who is it? Um, I am going to throw the name out there again. I'm going to say Michelle Obama. Now I don't necessarily. Gosh, that would be too smart. <laughs> I, it, it would it would be smart. It, it is it is the right play whether they do it or not, and I understand that they probably won't. But out of the dozen or so people, it could be. I'm going to say Michelle Obama, and I'm going to try to throw a little hook in with this prediction and just say maybe I'm wrong. There's a good chance I'm wrong, but if Michelle Obama is mentioned in some of this. If Michelle Obama is kicked around as VP, 
if Joe Biden dies two and a half years from now as president of the United States and someone else takes Michelle Obama as their replacement VP, just remember that Josh said it here on uh, The Empire and Exile. That's, that, that's out there. That's a possibility. Gets Obama back in the White House, and um, I think that's what people want. I think that's what the Democrats want is they – to them, Michelle being in there is it really means for, they, get, they get another term of Barack. Right, right. It's it's um it's two to ten years more of Barack Obama. Hmm. Yeah, you know, if if you play it right, if you play it right. Interesting. And I think there's a whole bunch of people out there who are willing to vote for Joe Biden only because they actually believe that he is Obama's puppet. You know, I, I brought this up before to people say, well, you know, I, do you think it's Obama calling the shots? And they say, oh, I hope it's Obama calling the shots. <laughs> I, I hope Obama's, I hope Biden's just a uh, senile old man and that Barack Obama's really in there pulling his strings. Okay. That'd be great. All right. I, Next question. I think it's crazy. So, Josh, I'm going to ask you, this is twofold for you. Assuming Biden is the nominee, who is the VP? VP nominee. Well, I'm going to stick with my Michelle Obama thing. Okay, so Michelle as, Obama um, will as, be on as the thing to go. But um let's go with Kamala Harris though. Okay. As so as I, the if, if if your prediction comes true and Michelle Obama is your presidential nominee from the Democratic Party, who's her VP? Yeah. Oh, if Michelle Obama is Oh, no, I don't think Michelle Obama will necessarily be the if they steal it from him at the thing, I think it's going to be Cuomo. Oh, okay. All right. That was what I was asking yeah. initially. So, yeah. Cuomo, no, if, if they steal it from Cuomo, a mayor, Obama it's going to be Cuomo. Ticket. It'll be a yeah. Cuomo Michelle ticket. Okay. Right. Right. That, that is my my base prediction is um, is that if, if Biden ends up as the nominee, I think it will be Michelle Obama or her name will be kicked around. Don't rule out a Michelle Obama, Julius Caesar moment where she, you know, refuses the crown. Um. You'll never, you'll never yeah. see that happen because that that'll happen off camera beforehand. They wouldn't embarrass. Uh, they wouldn't embarrass. Him I like don't that. know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, that that trick's been working for thousands of years now. Don't 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 rule it out. Fair enough. But um, I, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna I'm, go. Not... I'm gonna go. Biden's gonna make it to not inauguration day if he's elected. His VP nominee will be Kamala Harris, which will lead to the most boring vice presidential debate as they just spit talking points at each other in complete sentences. Um, nothing nothing of substance will be discussed. And the pre presidential debates, whether they happen in person or digitally, will be a slaughter. Donald Trump will mop the floor with Joe Biden, which will put him They're back going to have to win. They're gonna have to do them digitally because if they do First them in person, supposed to be here in town, dude. Yeah, I thought they canceled it already. Nope. Oh, oh, you in your town? Yes. They canceled it in uh, Michigan. Ann Arbor, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Dorf, they have to do it digitally because I really think Joe Biden will try to attack him physically. Hide... Really? Yeah. I really do. Or he'll challenge him to a push-up gonna... contest. I think he's gonna go full Alzheimer's. I do. I, I think he's going to go full Alzheimer's, and I think he's going to try to attack him physically. And it's going to be the worst fight ever. Sorry, I was looking over my set. My, my son's over here next to me playing Ninja Guide, and he's cracking up. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's wrap it up there. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Dorf, I know you predicted that – Real quick before we wrap up, I know you predicted that Joe Biden will get the nominee, and I respect that that is your full prediction. But if my conspiracy theory is right and they take it from who do you think it'll be? Who do you think they give it to on the on the big stage? Gavin Newsom. Or 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 okay, uh, that works. Gavin yeah, Newsom I just or or Biden dies tomorrow. You know, Gavin Newsom. That's no, it's good. It's good pick. We actually didn't discuss him enough tonight, but. Gavin Good call. Newsom. Yep, Gavin Newsom. All right. Let's put a bow on it. Absolutely. That's Thanks, Dorf. <laughs> Episode 8 here. 
of the Empire Excel podcast presented by us. We're it. We're the network. <laughs> you can join us each and every Tuesday for a new episode. Uh, like I said, we're recording this a little bit early because our schedule is July or hectic. But uh, we appreciate how you found us and uh, join us next week. Have a good night.